All right, bradcooney.com would like to welcome to the show hip-hop recording artist Device. What is up, Device? You good? What's going on, my man? How's everything going with you? I'm good, man. You got some You got some stuff popping, huh? Yeah, man, you already know. Little by little, making them moves, you feel me? I do, man. I, I listened to your song, and we'll get into that in just a second, man, because I really liked it, um, by the way. Um, your latest single. But before we get into your your your, your, um, your more current projects you got going on, I want to just give a the listeners out there just uh, just a quick synopsis. I mean, you don't have to get into every nooks and cranny because it could take probably forever. But just kind of like a quick rundown of how it all started. I know you were really young. I read in your bio um, when you started getting into music, but kind of kind of paint a picture for my listeners out there how you how you got into this thing. Yeah, man, so basically, at a really young age, I came from a family of a lot of musicians, so like, my dad was a guitarist, my brother's a drummer, you know, a lot of people that actually are musically and, like, uh, artistically inclined, like, I have a sister that's a ballerina, you feel me, so it's all, it's all really been around that, but then, mm. throughout me growing up, I was playing a lot of guitar, so I've, I've been playing guitar since I was five, so we're probably going on almost 17 years now, mm-hmm. and... Little by little, I just started uh, kind of getting more into my voice. So I, I started, you know, seeing that, like, I could actually write bars. I could actually, like, write music, like, especially vocally. I was like, okay, so guitar isn't the limit for me. So then I started mm-hmm. little by little uh, to start rapping. It actually um, it actually all happened because I was freestyling when I, one of my homies. And he was like, bro, like, you're, you're going crazy right now. Like, you might not see it because I was... Another thing is, like, since I had never done it before, you know how a lot of people think they're flowing, but they're really not? Yeah, yeah. So he was like, bro, like, you're actually going in. I'm like, all right, I'm going to record myself and see what comes out. And then ever since I heard, like, what I sounded like on beats and stuff, I was like, damn, like, you know, I might actually pursue this as a professional career. And now mm. here we are almost two years later, and now we're just making moves, you know? That's great, man. Yeah, yeah, it's cool that, like, that's what the trigger was when you heard yourself doing it. Oh yeah, you know? out of nowhere too, you know. Yeah, so um, I want to get in a little bit more about the guitar playing because when I when I was reading up on you, I did see that I've been playing guitar for roughly thirty five years on and off. Wow. I mean, I'll pick it up, man, get into it, and I'll put it down. And then, like two years later, I'll pick it back up. Yeah, you know, just one of them deals. Um, so when you, so first, I guess my first question is: Did you teach yourself how to play? And once you learn how to play. What genres of music? Were you into, like, rock with it, or what kind of music were you playing with it? Yeah, man, I was basically everywhere, because um, one of the biggest things, and it's something I'm actually going to be incorporating in my album, because it's something that I actually saw potential with. Um, Mm -hmm. I did start teaching myself, um, but then, you know, tab books and stuff like that, I didn't know how to read music at the beginning, so it was a lot of tabs, it was a lot of kind of, like, YouTube videos and stuff like that, but then... My dad actually, like, one day heard me play. He was like, oh, so, like, you're taking this seriously. And I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and then he was like, all right, if you're, if you're really about it, then I'm going to put you in a school. Nice. So, yeah, he put me in a school, and then little by little, like, I was, uh, by the time I was 13, I was playing in uh, this thing in, called the Miami Rock Orchestra. So mm-hmm. it was like, it, and that's, like, the last level of that school. And they it performed against people, like, in Tampa, people in Georgia. Nice. Um, so they were, and I was one of the lead soloists at 13 years old in a wow. band with people 18, 19, and 20. Yeah. So uh, it just kind of, it was just kind of one of those things that's like, you know, I really felt the passion once I started playing, and then after that, you know, I just kept developing it, and yeah, honestly, I think I stopped going to the school, so I went to school probably about six years, I would say, seven years, Mm -hmm. and yeah, then I just stopped going, because one of my teachers got another job, so I was like, you know, if he's gone, like, he's one of the main reasons I was there, I was like, I'm gonna do this myself. 
Yeah. See, you're one of those guitar players that you, that, that that pisses me off, probably. I, I have a feeling. I have a feeling you're you're one of those naturals, and it's true. There, there there's musicians that are naturals, and I'll give you an example. Many many years ago, when I was in the Navy, well, actually, it was right after I got out of the Navy because I was about 24 years old at the time, and I was I was riding my I had an old 12 speed bike back then, man. I was just riding down the road, and there was this kid. He was probably about 13, and he was sitting on his front steps. And he had a little gorilla amplifier and his guitar. And this freaking kid was like just, he was just fucking shredding, man. Yeah. And so I stopped my bike and I'm like, what the fuck, man? So I walked over there. I was like, yo, dude. I, was, you're, I didn't even know him, you know? I was like, dude, you, I said, you are freaking really badass. I mean, how long have you been doing that? He's like, oh, man, I picked it up like four or five months ago. And I was like, get the fuck out of here, man. And he was telling the truth, though. And it's like, and that's the kind of shit right there. I mean, I'm, and I'm only really kidding when I say I'm really, really pissed. I'm not really pissed, but I'm like, you know, I'm like, fuck, man. I mean, it's, it's taking me like 15 years to get like half as good as this guy did in like fucking six months. No, you know? for sure. I know. And then there's people like at the school that were older than me. Yeah. And you know, you know what a sweep is. You, you've been oh, playing yeah. forever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. There was a dude that stood in front of me. He's like, bro, but like, can you do this? He was like 17. I was like 12. Oh, He's my like, God. but can you do this? And I'm like, no. <laughs> Three days later, I came back. I'm like, bro, look, I, I finally learned to sweep. And I swear, this kid was like about to like smack me. Like, he's like, wow. bro, I didn't, I didn't show you yeah. so you could go and learn it. I'm like, bro, like, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the whole point. Yeah. So you were, you were blessed with, you know, on a serious note, you were blessed with the natural ability it was just you, it's like it's just, some people it's just in their genetics and you're one of them for sure and that's all the thing the whole family line was yeah. musicians you know drummers guitarists yeah. singers yeah that's pretty cool man it's really cool all right so um let's talk about your, your your latest single called catch me outside um look man first of all when i when i first played it like instantaneously, I was like, "All right, this guy definitely does not suck." Because I ain't gonna lie to you. Sometimes I'll get, you know, once in a while, I'll get a file and I'll have to listen to it. And I got to interview the artist, and it just doesn't really do nothing for me. I'm like, I'm, I, you know, and of course, I'm not gonna be dis disrespectful to anybody when I interview him. Exactly. Um, but when I heard your shit, I was like, the beat first of all, I was like, oh, okay. And I like all the transitions too. Those transitions you do. Um, there's a lot of transitions in there. I like the tempo changes. Um, I love this song, man. So I want you to tell me and the listeners out there a little bit about the song, the backstory, and how it all came together. Yeah, basically, um, I get a lot of beat submissions all the time. My Instagram presence is pretty big. Um, so I get beats, like I get at least 40 to 50 beats a day, nice. packs and packs and packs. So it's, it's a lot, you know, and it's what you said. You know, you're going to get submissions that you listen to and you're like, damn, like, why did this guy send me yeah, this? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't send this shit to anybody. Right. So, um, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. So I was listening to it, but then this guy stood out. He's like, I'm, I'm a producer from Hong Kong. Oh, he's, uh, nice. He's uh, unwoke is, is his tag. So he's like, he's like, I'm a producer from Hong Kong. Here's three beats. And I'm like, dude, these other people are sending me 10 to 12. Meaning if you, if you have to send 12 songs in a demo pack, you most likely don't have faith in those songs. Right. You're just, because you're just throwing, at that point, you're throwing mud at the walls exactly. and, and, and hoping something sticks. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So this guy sent me three and I was like, all right, you know, like that's not too bad. I don't have to sift through right, it. Right, right. Quick, like. 
Google Drive. I'm like, three beats, whatever. Two minutes each, I got you. I'm literally listening. I'm like, oh, shit, dude. I'm like, this guy has some heat. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first beat, like, started to click with me. Then the second beat, and this is how I know, because my my thing is if it clicks, it clicks. If it doesn't, it could be good. It could be a great beat musically, you know, like, everything fine. But, like... I knew that beat was like meant to be for like one of my tracks when I started a freestyle without yeah. even thinking about it. So I was like, damn, like this actually goes hard. And I was like, and my freestyles usually start with me kind of like enunciating a little bit. So like, you know what I'm saying? Like kind of getting a flow. And then that flow came out like, used to be broke in a day. I was dumb, Rich. I was like, okay. I'm like, this might be, this might be something. So yeah, honestly, that started to come up. And then I started to kind of, think about like it just kind of all added up at the same time because then it was also people like sneak dissing me at the same time i'm like you know what bro catch me outside bro. yeah 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 exactly <laughs> yeah i feel everything you said 100 percent um I, I go through the same thing only not with beats but with people's songs yeah, i mean you know and it's sure. like some of the stuff i gets really good man like i i, I got this hip-hop group like maybe three years ago i interviewed from um from detroit and I was like really impressed, man. If they if they don't really make it to the next level, I'll be shocked. It'll be internal issues if they don't. It'll, yeah. it'll be one of them deals where they fucked up themselves um, because they, they was they were that good. All right, so um, we talked about the beat. Now we talked about your guitar. I'm going down my list here. Now I, I wanted to ask you about live performing because there's a lot of lot of artists now where and I, and I understand covid had an impact on stuff uh, recently of course oh yeah but even but, but, but previous to covid i kind of i'm a little bit nervous man because i'm an old school guy i'm a, I'm a lot older than you are and yeah. and live performing it just feels like it's starting to fade a little bit man i'm seeing a lot more of just people dropping signal singles and digital stuff man and the art of live performing just seems like it's starting to you know, I don't know, just man. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm not saying it's a lost cause, but it just it, to me, I'm just picking up that little bit of a vibe where it's fading. Where are you with that, man? Have you done much live performing? Well, I've done a little bit of live performing. So basically, I started off. Um, there was a place called the Spot Winwood. So yep. basically, um, it was in Winwood, Miami. So one of like the big like art districts, kind of like uh, you have in Dallas. You have another one. I forgot. I can't think of the name right now. But, um, so basically, I started to perform a lot in Wynwood because one of my boys was friends with a restaurant owner. They completely turned the back of it into like a showcase kind of thing. Yes. And when I started performing there, that's when I really started to see that, like, okay, like this can actually be something because people would be sitting down for other people's performances. Like, they'll get up once in a while, but like, when I perform, especially with like some features of some local artists that I used to do with, like they, everybody would like get up, like yeah, yeah. just the, you know, it would actually get the mood. So I right, bet. So um, the guy that used to be my manager is Mango Angel. He uh, he said that he was plugged in with somebody that was in Coast to Coast Live. It's a show a showcase. I'm not sure you're familiar with. It. Yeah, I heard um, of it. I heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. So they basically do a showcase up and down the east coast of the of the U.S. and basically they stop by Miami Beach and um, I'm like, all right, I'll apply. And I'm like, how how like what's the percentage of me getting in? And he was like, oh, honestly, like I'll talk to him and he'll probably put you in because it was a show for 21 and over. Yeah. And I was only and I was only 20 at the time. Ah. So he was like, but then they let me perform. They were like, the only thing is we got to like show the you to the bartender. I'm like, okay, I'm not here to drink. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm a rat, bro. Right. So out of 35 people, I got second place in Coast Ooh, to Coast Live. Nice. Two months into rapping. And I was, and I lost to a duo. 
Meaning, it was one guy singing and rapping and another guy singing and rapping. So they didn't have to worry about running out of breath because whenever one of yeah, them was totally. pick it up. So they they had the advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've heard my flows. So, you know, like, I rapid fire a lot. Yeah, so definitely. So I was running out of breath. And this was back. I was a bigger guy back then. I was weighing 240. Now I weigh 170. I made the change. But yeah, I was running out of breath during my last verse. And I think that's what really hindered me. But the judges were like, bro, like, you need to keep going. And like we would, they even told me they would take a chance on signing me, but I had only been doing it for two months, so they need to know that I'm not gonna fall off. Wow, yeah. And dude. I was like, damn. All right, bet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you do spit fire. I mean, honestly, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna try to make your head too big, but I had a I, when I was listening to your song, man, I heard a little reminiscence of Eminem, Godzilla in there for a second, man. Oh uh, yeah, bro. I just, and especially growing up with Eminem and, yeah. and Kendrick Lamar, you know, yeah, yeah. kind of early stuff. For sure, man. That was great. Um, all right, so I did mention COVID, man, and and how it's how it's really shut down a lot of. I mean, it's crippled a lot of industries and stuff like that, but it's also really hit the the, the music industry and. Also, I have a lot of friends that are, you know, you know, in the arts and theater and actors and stuff, man. A lot, a lot of their shit shut down because of the theaters are closed. And, oh yeah. Um, so how have you, how have you used, especially? I'm not sure how long you've been in Texas, but Florida, like South Florida, had really bad COVID. Because mm-hmm. um, that knucklehead governor just opened it up like the shit don't even <laughs> exist. Uh, <laughs> the fuck, man. But anyway. Um, it is. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, but a lot of the people that I've that I interview, they they utilize that shelter in place time to get in studio and just like really just record the fuck out of songs and shit. So, how how have you done with that? So basically, I I have my own studio in Dallas, but then Dallas did have the shutdown. So like, if yeah. you were driving somewhere, you had to be either taking someone to the hospital or buying groceries. Yeah, man. So I was, and where I was quarantined, I was completely locked out of the studio, so I couldn't even go record. Yeah. But then, thank God, I had my laptop, so. I had all of my stems, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna use this time to mix. Yeah, definitely. Mix, like work on my mixing, send songs that I have mixed. Cause I have a uh, to my to my personal engineer, and basically he uh he sent me one of us. He got one of my songs back, which was Daylight. So I just kind of did that. I designed my logo for my clothing brand. I started my website. I hit a hundred k over quarantine on Instagram. Nice. So, Holy shit, know, that's nice. Yeah, that was great. I went from 59k or 60k all the way to 100, just straight marketing giveaways, all that crazy stuff. Nice. So I really used that time to get my my social presence up, but it is it did take a hit with what you said because I had um had a few shows lined up and they mm-hmm. were all canceled because of COVID. So I had to return deposits. Got a kind of took a loss on that yeah because a lot of the money had already like for security, play, things like catering and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I already got like. I can't get that money back, and I use the money from the shows to kind of, like, help out with that, but yeah. it is what it is, but, you know, overall, I think it was a positive experience. It kind of, yeah, I kind of took a step forward in yeah. aspects of the music industry that I didn't really put effort into before. I think it played well for you because you increased your Instagram following that that oh, much. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's going to translate in money because you're going to get more merch sales and... and just for the sure. fact that you can network the fuck out of it now too, and with all those followers. Exactly. Like that. Yeah, man, good shit. All right, um, let's get back onto your projects. Of course, we talked about the single, um, and I was reading through your stuff, man. You're 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 looking at dropping a full album here pretty soon, huh? Yeah, honestly, uh, I'm thinking about early next year. It might be um, a little more like summer-ish, kind of like June. We're looking like June eighth, kind of thing. No date is set yet. 
but there is going to be a lot of great vibes on that. I'm super excited because I am going to experiment a lot. You're not going to hear a lot of tracks that are like typical to like what's going on in the scene right now. You know, like a lot of the songs right now in the rap industry, especially, sound very much alike. So I am going to have features from big guitarists too playing solos on my songs and me playing solos on the songs and a lot of tracks that I personally recorded. So it. Um, meaning like the guitar tracks, things that I sampled myself. So we're going to get some big names in metal and big names in rap going into this album. So you're actually going to have the actual artists themselves collab? and, and like, and like Yeah, exactly. really? Like I'm not sampling their songs. I'm going to have the guitarists actually play a solo. Dude, that's fucking stuff. sick, man. I got You got to let me know when that shit comes out. Oh, for sure, bro. Uh, you have no idea. <laughs> it's so crazy. Because I'm a huge metal fan. I mean, I'm a, I'm a rock metal fan. I mean, I like hip-hop, too. But, yeah. but um, I'm, you know... Do you know, uh, like, do you know, do you know, like, more, like, some deathcore kind of stuff going on? Um, um I, not, I mean, I, I, I'm, you know, a lot of metal stuff, I'm a little bit older than you, so I go back to, like, the Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, in the 80s uh, and 90s, but I'm also, there's a group called, what are they called, they're most Motionless and White, or something like that, you know I actually met those guys, man, I ran into them at a Bass Pro store in, in Mississippi. No way! Yeah, they, they had, like, I saw this, I saw this huge tour bus outside, man, and, and the the bus driver was standing outside smoking a cigarette. So I asked him, I said, yo, who's the band? And he's like, they're called Motionless and White, and they're on tour with Alice Cooper. And I was like, no shit. And he's like, yeah, they're inside. I was like, all right, well, I'm going in. So I went in there, and I mean, right away, I could tell who they were. You know, I mean, yeah. not because I knew their music, but just how they were dressed and all the makeup exactly. and shit, all that weird shit. But they were fucking cool as hell, man. So then I started following them. On, on their social media, man, and, and they they got great music. You know, I, I like their music too. So that's one yeah. more modern group that you might that obviously you've heard of that I do like. But yeah, I mean, I like a lot of like Slash from Guns N' Roses, a sick guitar player. For sure, uh, man. Um, we got some honestly like I don't know if you know Hollywood Undead. Yeah, definitely. I heard of them. Yeah, so I might have Charlie Sheen, uh, Charlie Sheen on there. Oh, so. see, see, that's some sick <laughs> shit. I'm telling you, there's gonna be there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff in the works. There's a band called Attila. I don't know if you heard of them. I actually, I actually have heard of them, too. I have heard yeah, of them. so their guitarist is producing a beat for me. <laughs> yeah, see, that's great, man. And you need to make sure, you need to make sure when this happens that you, that you piggyback off of that stuff. Oh, I mean, yeah. you have to, like, when you're tweeting and Instagramming that shit out, you need to, you need to make sure you, you tag that and in your little sentence, your little, your little lead-in to say, oh, I collab with such and such from such and such. And exactly. that, that's those little wow moments that you'll, you'll grab people's attention. Oh yeah, for sure, man. That's, Especially at being rap, you know. Yeah, absolutely, man. That's some good shit. You got definitely let me know on that when you when you drop that. We'll get <laughs> you back, you, and we'll get you back on the show. We'll, we'll hype it up. Um, all right, I've got a couple more things, and I'll let you go. Um, we talked about your upcoming album this summer. Um, now you said that's going to be early 2021. You want to get that right? You want to try to drop that album? Yes, for sure. All right. I'm so what about first month of summer? Hopefully. So what about the rest of 2021? Do you obviously a lot of it depending on where the virus is? Um, so I'm guessing you're going to maybe if the, if we're virus clear, tour that album. Like try to get some shows around around the you know around a little bit with that. Yeah, definitely. I'm probably going to play by ear, and especially this open man. Of course, I'm going to go out and perform that for sure. Especially yeah. um, be able to move with some of the bigger acts, maybe kind of have like a collective tour going. So we'll yeah. probably. It's yeah. definitely something to think about, but I'm I'm 100 positive that if COVID allows it, I'm doing it. 
Yeah, uh, for sure. Well, it would be really great if you can get one of these bigger name guys that you're going to have on your record to open up for like their group. Oh, for sure, yeah. You know? And then they could perform the song with me. Yeah, absolutely, man. That'd be, that'd be sick. All right, man, I think we covered everything. Is there anything I missed? I mean, I'm going to give you an opportunity just a second to tell everybody where they can follow you and stuff like that, but is there any songs, any project-related stuff that we that I didn't talk about you want to get in there? Um, no, not exactly, really. To be honest, this, uh, you know, Cash Me Outside, it's a great it's a great track, in my opinion. I definitely think a it. lot of energy in it. Yeah, I love uh, it. And it's basically really hard-hitting. A lot of people say it has the metal vibes, too, so, you know, that's super exciting. So, because that is essentially the sound I'm going for. Yeah. So it's a lot of that, you know. People can follow me at Device, so it'll be um, D X V I C E, and that's going to be on Instagram and on Twitter. It's going to be D X V I C E official, and yeah, pretty much. Uh, we got stuff coming on YouTube too. I'm going to start doing. Um, so again, we're going a lot. We're going to start moving towards the guitar stuff yeah. as well. So we're going to actually do a weekly segment. I'm still working on roughing out the edges, but it's going to be a weekly segment where people submit. Um, beats and I pick a beat and I solo over it on my Instagram. There you go. That's a great so, idea. So yeah, man, it's definitely going to be something super exciting, something to look forward to, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Well, I'm going to tell everybody out there listening that the song Catch Me Outside, I'm going to fuck around and get a speeding ticket when I listen to that shit, because that's the song that makes you want to drive your car really fast and shit. <laughs> yeah, for sure, <laughs> That's what you're like, <laughs> that song, I'm telling you, man, when that song kicks in, all of a sudden I have like zero fucks to give about anything, you know, so I'm going to start hauling ass in my eyes to be careful with that shit. I got I got a speeding ticket one time for, uh, I had a, the, do you know the band ACDC, the, you know, the legendary rock band? I was listening to Hell's Bells, one of their greatest songs off their Back in Black album, and I was doing like fucking, I was doing 78 in the 35 when I got pulled over. It was insane. And, and the, look, so the cop, the cop comes up to my, my, my window and he's like, Jesus, dude. He's like, he was like, obviously I don't have to, he's like, obviously I don't have to tell you why I stopped you. And I was like, nah, I, I got you, man. It's all good. He's like, yeah, right. But he's like, he's like, he's like, just out of curiosity, like, why were you driving that fast? And I was like, yo, ACDC, Back in Black, the album, the song's called Hell's Bells. And he just looked at me, fucking shook his head. He's like, I gotta write you up anyway, man. But as, thanks for being honest. <laughs> Damn, yeah, that's happened to me before. Yeah, too, bro. You have no idea. It, it is a thing. It's an anomaly, bro. Yeah. Thinking. Yeah. Foot just starts to press. <laughs> yeah, man. And that adrenaline gets kicked up, and you're just like hauling ass before you know it. All right, man. Look, I enjoyed. I really had. I, I had a blast talking to you, man. I really did. I enjoyed this. Hey, you too, man. For real. I, yeah, I can't wait to get you back on. Just hit. Just hit us up whenever you got the uh, the, the album dropped, and you want to come back on. Let's do it. Hey, for sure, man. You know where to find me. Yes, sir. All right, brother. Have a good one, man. I'll be in touch. Cool. You too, man. Peace out. Yeah. Good night. <laughs>